For people who don't know anything about sports, I'm your host Connor Clifton, joined by my lovely co-host Ned. <laughs> you also didn't say love that theme, share that meme. <laughs> I'm, I'm double mad. All right, I'm taking that back. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> All right, it's okay. It's the first time it's happened. <laughs> You are not going to have very much fun with this one. I'll tell you that. No, All right. it's not. <laughs> Love that theme. Share that meme. Hey, Yay! everybody. Welcome to another episode of Is That a Foul? A sports podcast for people who don't know anything about sports. I'm your host, Connor Clifton, joined uh, by my lovely co-host, Cody Jagger. Hey, buddy. <laughs> can we pull behind the curtain? Can we peel the curtain yeah, back a yeah, little bit? Yeah, yeah, this is our doing? This is our second attempt recording this, and the first time, Connor called me Ned. <laughs> and he didn't say our catchphrase. <laughs> and I'm more mad about the catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, Connor, I'm how you bit. doing? Um, look, man, I've had a, I've had a day. I've had to call two tow trucks this week Ugh. for two different cars. Ugh. Um, I'm sitting around on my hands wondering when am I going to be able to watch the, the Astros play again? Yeah. Um, I'm so concerned about my throws. And then just earlier today, uh, friend of the show, Ned. <laughs> Dear friend of the show. <laughs> Dear friend Near of the show. co-host. <laughs> um, uh, we were talking about how um, in L.A., the stay-at-home order got extended because colleges are canceling their uh, on-campus classes, so everything's moving to online. And it got me wondering, like, what do you think the fate of college sports is going to be? Man, I have no clue at this point when any of this is going to be allowed to come back. I think some college campuses I know are saying fall probably will not be in person but i know some texas ones you rootin tootin um have said <laughs> yes we are definitely coming back in the fall i don't know if i'm going back to school in the fall um that's how up in the air this all is like they recently put out this article about how like choirs can't really be a thing next year because of how close everyone will be and they're all you know putting spit in the air and stuff and i was like wow i do two musicals a year <laughs> like that's gonna be really rough so I yeah, I'm really worried about what this new normal is going to look like in the beginning stages. Um, obviously, there will come a time where everything kind of goes back in terms of events to the yeah. way they were, hopefully uh, in some capacity. But uh, yeah, like live events, who the fuck knows? Broadway's closed down till September sixth, at least. Um, I would. I I guess I bring it up because I'm very interested in exploring the economic impact that the lack of sports is actually going to have on the world because so much I, I went to u of h our football team was a big source of our funding and our resources as well yeah um and i just wonder how that's going to affect major public universities 
alumni mm-hmm. donations, how that'll trickle down. Can I stop you for a second, Connor? Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a lot of nerd shit. Um, I want to say I just miss sports. <laughs> I miss sports too. You're I miss right. watching them. I know the economic <laughs> stuff, and you know, <laughs> do stonks. you? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it, but at the same time, man, there's nothing like being really like. I don't know, like, if I'm alone in this, but like, sometimes I would just, if it was a late night and none of my friends were available, I would go to like a neighborhood bar by myself sometimes grab a beer and just watch whatever was on sports wise on the TV. And that's something like just to get out of the house, to get away from my apartment, uh, to clear my head a little bit and just to be around people and watching this thing that like we took, we took it for, I mean, so many things we took for granted, obviously in this time, but like, that was just a thing where you were just like, I don't know. I just remember like turning on the TV and it was like Pistons versus Hawks. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this shit. And then like, <laughs> like those teams fucking suck. And then now like I would kill for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, Oh my God. Inject have you, dub- what have you been doing besides this podcast, which is obviously scratching that itch, but what have you been doing to uh, replace the void that sports has left. Like, are you competing around the house throwing trash and shit? Or um, I've been playing basketball as much as I can, shooting hoops and stuff at the park near my house by myself. Um, as well as the two biggest things is the Last Dance, which we'll talk about in a second, has definitely scratched that itch in a ma- major way. It also made me really sad, um, because it's not currently on. And then <laughs> two would be definitely definitely um video games i've been playing a lot of nba 2k and like doing franchise mode where you can like build your team and play out decades of seasons and just see how they you know i don't know it's nice to pretend it's weird because there's a start today mode where you can start in the current season with all the current stats and like everything and like go from that day and like it's stuck on march 10th and it's fucking weird (laughs) (laughs) it's really sad jesus 311 will always uh, just be a day of infamy. It was the color of our energy, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it colored our energy so hard. You know, Ned and I also got a basketball. We've been uh, shooting some hoops. Ned was telling me about that. I know we talked about we won our first episode whenever, you know, we're allowed to kind of do this. Um, even now, I think we could shoot some hoops uh, if we bring our own ball, BYOB. <laughs> um, but yeah. but, but uh, I want to I get out there and, uh, you know, Shoot some hoops, man. That would Ned be was so telling me about fun. it. I know. I'm so excited. Um, but Connor, we've uh, we've been talking a little bit about downers in the world. Uh, yeah. But here's another downer of a question in any classroom I teach. Connor, did you do your homework? Um, okay. No. I have, I have. I have. I have a little bit of information for you. Okay. Do you remember um, what it was? Yes, it was Michael Jordan's time with uh, the Wizards. Washington Wizards, yes. Washington Wizards, yes. Um, so he leaves the Bulls, goes to the Wizards. He plays well, for no, his, no, he wait. retires. He retires. For he a retired, couple of years. Oh, he, yeah, he retired twice. He retired yes. very shortly to go play baseball. Yeah. Then he came back, played for Bulls. Then he retires. Uh-huh. And then he goes to be an office uh is it an executive not, an executive is it office assistant in sports or is it just executive he was the, he was an executive he was an executive so he he becomes an executive for the washington wizards for a year then goes to play for the washington wizards yes and he does it for one year 
retires, and the Washington Wizards fire him because he assumed he was going to get his job back. Yeah, it was two years, but yeah, he played for two more years. Two more years, okay. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, you seem to know it pretty well. Okay, oh God, thanks. (laughs) Okay, normally for the homework, I will watch like a video Yeah, you do very in-depth stuff, Or like a 30 for 30, and what I just told you, if you asked me that in class and I didn't have like a smirk on my face or blush or stumble through it, you would be like, oh, okay, you read the assignment. But- I'm embarrassed because I didn't bring my A game on this one. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to have to double you up for next week, though. That's totally fine. I deserve it. I deserve it. <laughs> uh, it's just some of the, I think there's a, there's a guy named Kwame Brown that I think you'd be very interested to learn his story with Michael Jordan. I also think it would just color that. So in lieu of homework, let's talk Last Dance. Uh, we Yay! Got... <laughs> we have a sub. Yeah. You're putting on a movie. <laughs> I did put on a movie, and what a movie it is! Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got two episodes that just came out, um, detailing both Michael's. I believe we watched the second and third championship run, as well as we saw his er- first retirement, um, mixed in with his baseball years, yep. mixed in with some Space Jam stuff. Yeah. Uh, his comeback year where they lost to the Magic and former teammate Horace Grant. And then yeah. uh, I believe we I think we watched through his first championship. Yeah, his first championship back when they beat the Sonics in 96, one of the greatest teams of all time. Man, watching them talk about Horace Grant leaving it. I definitely thought about Ray Allen and the Boston Celtics. Oh, yeah. And, and being like, wow, Boston really can't get over it. Yeah, no, <laughs> the they're energy mad. It was so different. I mean, they if, were mad at Horace, but they weren't like holding a grudge. No, no, there's no. If you're that good and you're that committed to winning, there's no time to. Uh, the Celtics won once, talked about it for a decade, <laughs> and um, blame Ray Allen for not win- winning anymore, even though they had him multiple years after it went down after the first championship. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think these episodes are really good. They talked. They touched on Michael. I you. It's very. Uh, evident michael jordan is presented as a badass hero in these stories right uh even when it's like a negative thing about him it's spun in such a that's just michael way you know um i i think i missed a little bit of episode seven but they didn't ever really touch on the conspiracy right like that was never even touched on about his dad about um him leaving because of gambling debts yeah they they said that uh um Oh, God. Sable? Who's the commissioner? Stern. Stern. All right. So Stern, they did say that Stern uh, suspended him for seven months because of gambling. Um, but they asked us, all these people were like, how? Why? Why not come out and say it? Like they, sure. they they talked about the conspiracy and they actually they spent a sizable amount of time on it. They oh, good. Talked, OK, I missed it. So uh, they, they that's good. That they did that, that. And then they also talked about like did his dad die because of his gambling as well? Okay. Um, they really showed how like they're showing through this show that like the media really came after Michael Jordan for his gambling more than anything. Yes. Which is, uh, to be fair to him, besides his, you know, psych- psychopathic tendencies on the court and with teammates, <laughs> uh, that's really all you could get him on. Um, I'm going to, we're going to talk about this later in one of our questions, but the league needed him in a big way 
with the drugs of the 70s and early 80s that kind of permeated sports mm-hmm. like not like like recreational drugs you know what i mean yeah. that they really needed a squeaky clean figure and he served as that you know forever like with mcdonald's and you know um gatorade and all these like you know you know sometimes i dream that he's me (laughs) (laughs) like um there's uh there's just uh they they needed that and so obviously they globbed onto the uh to the gambling i did watch it with my mother again and she just was like i don't like him (laughs) i thought that was very funny she's like this isn't making me like him and i was like yeah i think it's evident though how much the documentarian does like him um the director so my mom and I also discussed The Last Dance. Okay. And she appreciated that, like, we kind of have the same view of they paint him as, you know, an asshole, but he's doing what he has to do in order to succeed. Sure. And that means it, when you're an athlete, that means knowing when to shift gears between for the team and for myself at a moment's notice that will always serve your own best interest. So my mom really more like, understands the nuance and at sure. least is just like i mean what would i do if i was an athlete making this much money uh, yeah i don't know i i i just there it seems to me uh i've told to you be, what i think i think he's evil <laughs> like, I yeah, did, yeah i did yeah. said i think michael jordan is evil i think the response to everything though of a lot of emotional abuse is like fuck yeah dude where like meanwhile if you ever saw an athlete, and that was the thing, is I think when they talked about the Steve Kerr fight, they really talked about how uh, that, you know, happened all the time back then. And now, like, if that ha- if like a small disagreement happens, we hear about it the next day, yeah. and it's twenty four hour ESPN coverage. Yeah, and um, rumors so, and sources say, and and yeah. like if Michael Jordan did any of that crap now with our current you know kind of culture yeah ugh, he'd be done like remember when that uh that thing of the coach yelling in the kid's face went viral like last year like that was mj as a player every day you know um and so that's why i really want you to look up the kwame brown story because kwame was a kid that michael drafted to the wizards then went to play with him and then bullied him so bad on the wizards that he never reached his potential and he was like ostracized from the league because he was just like this guy berated him and he like talked about it years later being like i don't know he kind of had this thing that everybody has when they talk about michael where they have to be reverential but you could tell underneath the surface that they're like fuck this guy what if i I imagine that's going to be covered in the next two episodes of the last dance and what if they finally have footage of him being like fuck that dude yeah (laughs) i hate michael jordan space jam sucks um it, look up the Stephen a smith compilation of him saying kwame brown because he always goes and then they drafted kwame brown <laughs> he, always says, he always says it like it's like kwame because <laughs> he was a, he's a scrub <laughs> um well that does it for this last dance wrap up slash homework segment yeah uh, that's good but connor you know you 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 kind of I don't know. There's a word for it, but you didn't do your homework and I wanted the homework, you know, and you, you blanked me out of an experience. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to figure out the word. Uh, it's, it's not a slur, is it? No. <laughs> is it? I wanted it. Oh, you cheated me out of it. Oh, <laughs> did you think I was going to say? <laughs> <laughs> 
No, 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 no. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's why that, that uh, gap was so long. Like, no, surely not that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know what YouTube conspiracy theory videos you've been watching. And these hey. Trying times. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I, I talk about a YouTube conspiracy theory in this <laughs> segment. So that's All pretty right. fun. Connor, we're talking about a very uh, controversial subject that people might want to know our thoughts on. And they might also not give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think people I think people resonate with our insight. Sure. Whatever. They're fucking desperate for sports content. That's true. Connor, we're talking about cheating in sports. Yeah. Uh-oh. Talking about uh, those extra steps people take to get ahead. Mm-hmm. Connor... We've had talks about, this is one of the first topics that we've had talks about before. I'm sure we'll get into that talk. We had, I remember when we first came up with the concept of this, I think it was around like the first few weeks of us making this into a thing. We had a heated discussion about cheating in sports. Yeah, and this yeah. was before, this is before our own team did it. Um, <laughs> but I don't think we were necessarily arguing with one another as much as um, it was just a discussion that I think, uh, I know when I first started, you were like, fuck that. And then like, by the end, you're kind of like, I get what you're saying. Still <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's definitely become a lot more nuanced as uh, we'll talk about in this discussion. But one of the biggest takeaways I really had from that conversation was that like athletes are a lot like politicians and that they're all human beings. None of them are perfect, and they probably do a bunch of shit that you really wish you didn't know about. They're like any public figure, really. Anybody who, like, I love LeBron, and, like, I love, you know, but, like, obviously with the China thing, we saw a skeleton, or not like a skeleton, but as much as a a blemish. Yeah, he showed his ass. But, like, do I think he's cheated on his wife? Maybe. (laughs) Like, that would be really crazy if he was, like, with the same girl since 16, and he's, you know, 35. And been the biggest in this, athlete in the world. <laughs> yeah, for the better part of two decades and just was faithful the whole time. Like, that'd be great. I want that to be true. Uh, didn't happen for Kobe. Like, like you know, I don't, you know, yeah. I don't know. But cheating. <laughs> oh, speaking of cheating. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about cheating in terms of breaking the rules, Cody. Breaking the rules. Connor, we've spent episode upon episode talking about the rules of the game, but what if somebody says, screw that? Yeah. I'm running to second straight from home and then back to home. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's really cheating. You can't do that. <laughs> it's not allowed, Connor. That's true. Maybe we should have written down a legal definition of cheating before we started having this conversation. No, to break bend the rules, uh, we will get into it. I mean, I know one way we could get into it. Well, but it's not like you have some kind of spiel. Uh, I've got spiel. one. I've got one. You've got a sports spiel, well, Cody. I've got a sports spiel just for this, guys. It's time for Cody's sports spiel, <laughs> cheating edition. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, you and I are sensible men. We have our bearings about us. We would never willingly eat an entire pumpkin. But that's what exactly these subjects on the show today do. These pumpkin eaters are also known, more famously, as cheater cheaters. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Cheating has been around since everything was anything. You're beating me. 
me no likey, me strikey bikey. <laughs> it's human <laughs> it's human nature to want to get ahead, and they've been doing it from the dawn of time. But how did it infect sports? And when? And why? And how much are steroids? And Connor, do you think they're cheap? And Connor, do you think I'd look good with them? Like, do you think anyone would be able to tell? Um, I don't think they're very cheap. Okay. I bet you'd look good. Your, okay. Your bald would shrink and all your hair would fall out. No, I like my hair and my balls. <laughs> You'd be very jacked. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> you might have think that cheating originated with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who cheated death itself. But no, it was before that. Before Christ. B.C. <laughs> the Olympic Games in Greece saw cheating. Examples such as poisoning other contestants, <laughs> Whoa. gouging their eyes out mid-contest, oh, fuck, or bribing others to sabotage the wheels on chariot races. That's it. I'm done. I can't keep going. Connor, Connor, that's literally the worst it gets in all history. <laughs> Everything else is just kind of frowned upon. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> as you were. To study cheating, let's break it down, as we often do, sport by sport. Let's start with basketball. Basketball is harder to cheat in as there are less plays to run, meaning less to steal, uh, which is uh, encompasses a lot of cheating in a lot of different sports. Uh, steroids and human, human growth hormone infractions make news from time to time, but not a lot of top players get caught historically. Uh, a lot of refs and executives have been kind of found to do bad things, but top players... Not all the time. Uh, and speaking of human growth, growth ho hormone, yes, LeBron's hair just grew back naturally that way. There was no tampering on that hairline. Tampering does occur, however, between players and prospective GMs, like when Magic Johnson tried to court Paul George on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Now, uh, this is called tampering. It's something that goes in all the time now. You're, it's technically a form of cheating, if you want to think of it that way, where players are kind of, you know, goaded by executives to come to their team in an unofficial capacity. Uh, now, this isn't necessarily cheating per se, unless you consider the Indiana Pacers to have been Paul George's wife at that time. He was on Jimmy Kimmel Live, which I do. <laughs> I do. In football, steroids again reel their ugly head, but here we see the inclusion of play stealing and equipment tampering, both made most famous by the Patriots, the New England Patriots Ooh. in their Spygate and Deflategate scandals. So in Spygate, uh, Patriots personnel allegedly taped the practices of opponent teams and... Um, in Deflategate, okay, I have a joke coming up that, like, as I wrote it, I laughed, but I was like, this is bad. Okay, I'm ready. All right. In Deflategate, <laughs> uh, Patriots personnel allegedly messed with the air pressure and game balls to match them to Tom Brady's liking. Apparently, the code Tom used to get the balls to their appropriate size was, make them like my sons. <laughs> You know, because he kisses his kids on the mouth, and it's funny. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like that. And then we have the behemoth of all cheating, uh, the cheatingest sport around, uh, baseball. 
Of course, you have the classic steroid issue made most famous in the late 90s and early 2000s juiced era of the game. But there's so many other ways to cheat in such a complicated and fucking old game. Uh, We've got pine tar on the elbows that pitchers use. Uh, They'll put a little pine tar on their elbow and they'll uh, take it off. They'll put on the ball, make it easier to grip, easier to throw. Um, and it is a, uh, illegal move that people still get caught every year doing. Yeah. We've got, uh, corked bat. Sammy Sosa famously had a corked bat, went up, the ball broke his bat. He tried to throw all the pieces off to the dugout and then the ump was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and then went and of course he had a corked bat. Um, sign stealing and others, uh, <laughs> we'll get to sign stealing in baseball. <laughs> Oh, we don't have. We don't, we don't have to, do we? No, no. Nah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll get to it. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, we we can just not do it. It's in my uh, Connor's base- cues. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball cheating has taken down stars, bench riders, managers, and owners alike. Hell, in 1919, the Chicago Black Sox at the time bet on themselves to lose the World Series and then proceeded to lose on purpose. At least we won when we cheated. all right (laughs) so connor you see how cheating is rampant and historic in all types of sports from the dawn of sports themselves now i myself wouldn't want to cheat you out of a chance to respond so connor i gotta ask any questions yep i got a few here um all right we'll start with uh number one have there been any athletic characters sports characters who have made a reputational comeback after being implicated in a cheating scandal i think your draw between politics and sports is very well put in the way of look at bill clinton what did he do he cheated Uh um he got publicly laughingstock and nowadays he's revered why well Um, a lot of times if you stick to a certain script and you do the right things and say all the right things, people don't associate you with that. Now, if you said Bill Clinton, yes, the Lewinsky scandal would be a top thing you'd remember, similar to a lot of these athletes. But a lot of the times, just by simply lasting long (laughs) and kind of riding the wave, you can kind of get past it, especially if you have a famous spouse like Alex Rodriguez, steroid user, who now pops up in TikToks with J-Lo and all their kids. And people are like, oh, my God, we love him. He's an analyst for MLB uh, Network. He gets on or for Fox, rather, I think uh, he gets on there and he talks about how players, you know, need to hit the ball better and catch the ball better. And they're like, oh, how would you do it, Alex? And his answer should be, well, I would use some steroids. Um, but, <laughs> but instead, we let him analyze the game, even though he disgraced the game. Um, but he wrote it out. He didn't do it the year after he did steroids. He didn't even do it the year after he retired. He moseyed his way back into people's good graces. He had a very famous now wife to help him kind of navigate that. Uh, someone like Mark McGuire, uh, disgraced the game forever. And now 
the Lonely Island made this awesome, you know, uh, visual poem (laughs) about him, uh, the Bash Brothers experience. And now if you brought up Mark McGuire to the layman, their first thought wouldn't be steroids as much as it would be like, oh, that's, you know, fun. Andy Samberg, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think it's really about riding a wave, even Barry Bonds to a lesser extent. Nowadays, if you say Barry Bonds, yes, you think steroids, but like there's a big push to want to him to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, we've talked about that when we talked about the Baseball Hall of Fame. People want Barry Bonds there. Yeah. Uh, they want, uh, you know, all these accolades they think he deserves later on. Now, did they want that the year he was caught? No, but he rode the wave. He stayed out of the spotlight. When's the last time he saw a Barry Bonds interview? Yeah. Um why don't Pete people like Pete Rose as much? Well, it's kind of because every year Pete Rose says, let me in the damn Hall of Fame. And he gets mad and he calls out Ichiro for being like when Ichiro beat his hit record. He said it was like illegitimate because he did half of his hits in Japan baseball. And it's like, oh, dude, just shut up and go away for 10 years and then we'll let you in. I'm sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and he didn't even, I mean, he cheated, but it's not like he, he didn't even have steroids or anything. He just bet it. He bet on baseball. And a lot of the evidence shows he didn't even bet on his own team. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess people, you just got to like go away for a little while. Cause people like a comeback. They don't, yeah. they don't like watching you stubbornly uh, insist that the world is stacked against you. <laughs> Well, and that's part of my f- philosophy is some, I don't think some people will ever come back if they denied it so hard. Mm. Let's talk Lance Armstrong, mm. possibly one of the biggest cheaters in sports history who got so angry at merely the idea that he could have possibly cheated and put himself on this high horse for helping raise money for cancer and how dare you say I cheated when I used my platform for good. Both can be true. You can be a piece of shit cheater and also, you know, raise money for, you know, cancer. That's those aren't mutually exclusive. Uh, I sent you a video that I would like you to see that I think is one of, I think we've talked about it before. Uh, It's one of the most, it's only six seconds long. The video I sent you Uh, And it is so like this guy was a pretty big star back in the day and he has never returned to good graces. I think it's because he did this and his name's Rafael Palmero. Okay. Uh, Hopefully no ads. Let me see here. Let me see here. Okay, cool. No ads. So it's only 10 seconds long and it's less about what he says and more about what he does. So I'll let it play out and then we'll say what he does. But just watch what he does. I'm telling you this. I have never used steroids, period. So, of course you're going to say that. This motherfucker, besides this, he did it the whole time, pointed his finger finger at a grand jury and was like, I have never, ever done this. And then, yes, he did. Like, he got he got caught. And I just think there's something about, like, have you ever seen the, um, like, I've never seen a lot of those jury tapes as much as I've seen the Rafael Palmero one because of how adamant he was that this is so bullshit that people are even talking about it. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think that, like, a lot of them, I mean, they all denied it. And that was what they did back then. But there's something about being so fucking sure that like the idea that you this great thing and like Rafael Palmero, I know you've never heard of him. And I think he might have gone down better 
had he and I mean he was no Barry Bonds or you know he, or Mark McGuire um but like Mark McGuire helped save the sport in the 90s with the home run race with him and Sammy Sosa that was a huge deal and now like he's not as big as before because of this whole thing so I definitely think that it takes some time but you can definitely get your image back and that kind of brings us to our Astros um I don't know if a Wait, suspended a season. Can I read uh-huh. the question that I wrote about the Astros? Yeah, we can just go into it. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Something weird. Happened. <laughs> Cody. What? Cody. What? Why don't you explain to everybody? What is the weird thing that just happened? Connor, it's tomorrow. <laughs> Why don't, why don't you clarify what that means? Connor. 12 hours has passed since the last thing that you heard, listeners. Well, since the last thing that you heard, listeners, we kept talking for a little while. And then uh, we realized that uh, no one would be able to hear what we were talking about because our uh, our memory card got full up. And uh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, well up, mine did. Freed up some space. <laughs> well, we freed up some space. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Look, we came up, we were having a very good talk about the Astros and what it means to love a team that cheats. Yes. We cracked the case. We figured out what to do. Nobel Prize worthy answers. Yeah, we solved it. And it's all lost. It's gone. <laughs> and we can't remember a single fucking word. No, and so when you hear us talk about it now, it's going to be just some dumb bullshit by guys who don't know enough. <laughs> yeah, probably rambling. Awful. Probably going all over the place. Terrible. Off topic. Really becomes more about the Astros than the concept of cheating itself. But last night we really nailed it. We us. we we cracked the code. <laughs> yeah. So look, I just finished asking you a question. Let's move further down the list here. We'll keep going. Let's go. Number two. Are there any cheaters that you think are very cool? Yes. 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 <laughs> well, <laughs> not cool, but interesting. If they, um, it's not necessarily like. Um, oh my god, what an incredible like thing that they cheated as much as it is, what a weird way to do it. Um, <laughs> my first example would be uh, David Stern, who we've talked about already on this podcast, who was the yeah, former... commissioner of uh, the NBA forever. He's, you know, a legend. Passed away recently, very sad. Um, but uh, could he have been a tamperer of the league? Now, definitely yes. Uh, but also, <laughs> but also, uh, one of the craziest ways that happened is this huge conspiracy that is very funny. Um, in 1985, Patrick Ewing was like the LeBron James coming into the NBA. Overall, yeah. like consensus, overall number one pick. Um, most talked about cover of Sports Illustrated. He went to the uh, NCAA finals three times with Georgetown and they won one time. He was the star. Everyone knew wherever he went. Uh, they, uh, whoever got the first pick in the draft, um, they were going to take Patrick Ewing. And there were seven teams that all had equal odds of getting the number one pick. And uh, they were like, I think it was the Kings and the Clippers uh, and like some other kind of like teams. And then 
there was the New York Knicks, who had not had a star in 20 years and were floundering, uh, or 15 years, 10 years, you know, it's the, since the 70s. Um, and <laughs> and uh, they were floundering, and Michael Jordan was still a rookie, attendance was down, there was a lot of drugs in the league, um, and the league, as we've talked about previously, was kind of at a slump. Um, then the New York Knicks got the number one pick. And it was very convenient because Patrick Ewing became a star in the biggest market in sports and, uh, you know, kind of revital helped revitalize the New York Knicks for a time and the NBA as a whole. And people say it was rigged. And here's why. They didn't use ping pong balls in the lottery back then. They had these big packets and they had this big tumbler and the tumbler would tumble around and then you would grab the packet out of the tumbler and then uh, the commissioner would grab the packet out of the tumbler, open it up, and there would be a sign with what team got the number one pick. Um, the theory goes <laughs> that he froze the envelope reached around in there to feel the cold one. <laughs> oh my God. Took it out and it was the fix. Now, do I believe this theory? No, I don't. But if it's true, it's the silliest and like greatest thing that's ever happened in like sports. It's very smart. It is because it was live broadcast. It was on TV. So he couldn't have cheated any other way except through touch. And he was like, well, I don't want to burn myself. <laughs> What if uh, it was on so fire? Like, was it? Yeah. What if? Uh, do, do you mean that like every year after that, um, they tumbled those things around in a dryer instead? Yeah, they were like these assholes. <laughs> we'll get them. Uh, no, they started using the ping pong balls that automatically shot it into there. You know what I mean? Uh, he didn't have to yeah. pick it out anymore. Um, that's so. That's such a risk because just like the pure kinetic energy going around when you're just like tumbling something around it could have potentially heated it up it could have created condensation it could have soaked some of the other there's things. a 15 minute long youtube video that's like they, there's like these guys on uh i think it's uh, bleacher report that do like these conspiracy theories or uh, maybe it's yahoo sports anyways they're really funny and they do a really good job on this uh we'll link it in the description it's great you should check it out uh, awesome can't wait awesome. all right uh, my other favorite cheater uh i sent you a video of him uh, his name, <laughs> his name is Ben. His name is Ben Johnson. Now, Ben Johnson was a Olympic sprinter who had his medals rescinded when it found out that he was taking illegal drugs to enhance his performance. Now, oh, no. uh, a lot of uh, people might have stopped there, atoned for their sins, and moved on. <laughs> but not Benny. Not Benny, boy. Benny decided to do uh, some endorsements for a certain energy drink. <laughs> and I would like you <laughs> to listen to All them. Right. Here's the video. Today on our show, we have Ben Johnson. This is an ad. This isn't real. Put your cards on the table. Uh, ben, when you run, do you cheetah? Absolutely. Oh. I cheetah all the time. Cheetah energy drink. Cheetah power surge energy drink. Wow. <laughs> wow. The gall. The gall of the man. Can you imagine? There was another one on there, too, where he's, like, training with a sensei. 
<laughs> yeah, that's coming up. Do we, do you want me to play that one too? No, it's or is okay. it way too. <laughs> it's not it's too offensive. Yeah, it's not very good. All right, all right, um, let's skip it. But yeah, if you didn't see the video, basically the um, the there's a <laughs> interviewer that's like, "Do you cheetah when you run?" And he's like, "Of course I do." Cheetah energy drink, and everybody's like, "Yeah!" <laughs> oh my! God. Can you imagine if like Alex Ber- Bregman was like? <laughs> Oh man, you know, I'm selling these brand new trash cans. Like <laughs> that, Jesus. That's like getting acquitted of murder and then writing a book saying if I did it. Could you imagine, <laughs> Could you imagine if, imagine if that ever happened? Something like that? <laughs> and then I, I and then coming to Twitter and ahead. saying the first thing you're gonna do is get your payback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm surprised you didn't mention uh you mentioned Mark McGuire earlier in the the home run contest. I'm surprised you didn't mention Jose Canseco, his bash brother, uh, oh, a yeah. notoriously crazy cheater, big cheater and a big snitch. He snit he's the one he's the one who snitched everyone out with the book. Have you ever read Juiced? Uh no no I have not Cody. <laughs> it is very good. <laughs> <laughs> okay I'll have to check it out. It's written um, it's written poorly but it's it's, it's fun. To, I read it in a Kroger when I was ten. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting in a Kroger aisle, just like, whoa, in there, butt. <laughs> he went on a date with Madonna. <laughs> that must have been cool. <laughs> um, all right. I'm gonna move down the question list. I'll save our big Astros one for later. Yeah. Uh so what do you think should be the best way to deal with cheaters in sports? So I'm going to throw the these next three questions. I think it's good for both of us to have a dialogue on only because I don't know the right answer, but I'll give you the options. Really? There's a huge debate between two things, which is stripping, which you see with Lance Armstrong and Ben Johnson, uh, the cheetah and um, a lot of other people where their medals are completely stripped. And then there's asterisks, right? Um, where they put an asterisk near the title and they're like, well, Barry Bonds did hit all those home runs, but, (laughs) you know, um, so I don't know. I think it depends on severity um, in a big way. I think it depends on the time period, Um, like in the steroid era. uh, We've had a discussion about this. Um, If you're an upcoming you have to have morals of steel. If you are an upcoming player, you're in a locker room with all these veterans who are giving you probably free steroids, telling you your game is going to be better. Um, and it's just the culture. You got to have good morals and a good upstanding, you know, confidence in your own abilities to turn that down. So I think nowadays steroids are definitely still used, but not to the degree. I mean, look at Barry Bonds' rookie season to when he retired. It's ridiculous. Um, It's hilarious. Um, So I don't know. I think there's a good balance between stripping of titles and asterisks. I hate that word so much. Asterisks. Why? (laughs) It's hard to say. Asterisk. Asterisk. It's asterisk. It's asterisk. Yeah, the plural asterisk. Asterisks. As you're you're saying like ass tricks. No, asterisk. no, that's that's that's, what that's you're saying. steroids. You're saying steroids is an asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> no asterisks. It's a s t e r i s 
K-S. Right? Yes. Asterisk. Asterisks. Asterisks. <laughs> hey, let's talk about this more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know, Connor. What's your thoughts on the whole thing? Um, A buddy of mine posed something to me. I'm pretty sure it was Rahul, but it may be you now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, but the idea is that with a video game or a computer, they have laws. And with sports, you have rules. The difference between laws and rules is that laws cannot be broken. Yep. If a computer breaks a law, it shuts down. It crashes. Yeah. Um, and so since rules can be broken and the often repeated rock and roll phrase rules are meant to be broken Uh um while i definitely do not uh support cheating endorse cheating in any way shape or form i actually turn my nose up at it i can appreciate the art of cheating sure i can appreciate like whoa you pulled this off for how long because really really good cheaters never get caught and the ones who do i think we should kind of treat it like kind of like a firewall Oh, this is happening? What can we do to make sure that this never happens again? Sure. Because no matter what you do, you're going to have someone else who, like, bends the rules, and then a rule is put in place to make sure they cannot bend that rule, and then people just flat out break that rule. Do you think – so Barry Bonds has the home run record with uh, 73, I believe. Do you think he should still have the home run record? No. I mean, he could definitely have, like, a Guinness record world record but as far as the mlb is concerned no i don't think he should nice like we have to have different different levels different tiers for what we value yeah i just keep thinking about bill belichick after deflate gate and saying like i misinterpreted the rules <laughs> like it, you, you could get away with that you could get away with that um so just finding i think the best way to deal with cheaters is to alter the rules and to make it harder because no matter what they're going to cheat they're going to cheat. Yeah. You taught me that. Yeah. When we talked about performance enhancing drugs. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, I, I sympathize a bit with steroid users in baseball. I don't think they ruin the game as much as everybody said. I don't, I think some of them who are flippant about it and like pissed off, like the Rafael Palmeros, like I, I am like, I think that's ridiculous, but I talked to you once about like a scenario where you imagine that you're like, you know, fresh out of the Dominican Republic, you got a whole community behind you. You got a family, maybe a young, you know, wife or a husband or, you know, something like, uh, kids, you know, you got people to support. Um, you're doing well in your rookie year and everyone in the locker room is juicing. I mean, the temptation is there. Like I said, you gotta have like props to those who, you know, I, I, I would hope that I would be an upstanding enough person to not do that. But you can't, you know, say that. I mean, if you look at LeBron James, I made a joke about it earlier, but there's a very, very, very high probability that that man has used illegal substances to prolong his career. Now, does that take away from his greatness? No, I don't think so. But does it color it a different way if it's true? Like if it comes out in two years, he took HGH every single year he was in the league. Do we all look at each other sideways? I think it's really – you said it colors it a certain way. I think it definitely colors it gray, man. 
like we talked about you've used that example about the Dominican Republic before in baseball and not only that but think about the peer pressure that goes along with it sure like when we talk about the Astros cheating scandal you can say all you want to like there were people who said that they would never do it and AJ Hinch tried to break the machine all the time it's like yeah but they didn't say anything yeah they didn't come out peer pressure yeah they didn't come out and, and go I did yeah. this thing wrong and I'm very yeah. morally against cheating and um there was a time in my career that I have recently where I thought I was cheating. Um, I don't know how much I should go into this. You can tell me off air if it's that crazy. It's not crazy. It's. Are you going to get disqualified from like UIL and shit? Well, no, because I told on myself (laughs) (laughs) right after I did it. And uh, I cried in a bathroom because I thought I, I thought I, I thought I missed. I thought I broke a rule I, at a contest I was at. Uh, I went after, and then my kids did a perfect run of the show. So, of course, I knew we were going to advance from that round. And I got very self-conscious about it. I knew my show was good by itself. Um, but I definitely, uh, like, she said, this is the time you have to get this thing done in. I took some extra seconds and I made it seem like something it wasn't. And so I felt really bad. I called, uh, I called my best, one of my best friends, Katie, and I cried on the phone. And then I told on myself and she was like, I don't care. <laughs> I was like, the contest manager was like, I don't give a crap. Like every, every school has done that. And I'm like, well, that kind of, and that reminds me of the Astros in a way where it's like, is every single team in the league squeaky clean? No, I don't think so. But does, should that matter? No, probably not. I guess it's also like hearing this UIL story and thinking about the Astros, you know who really cares about you breaking the rules at a UIL con- competition? Huh. The the moms of the kids who have been in like acting and community theater courses since they were like four years old at other schools. Yeah. Because you just cheated their kid out of what was going to be their big career. Yeah. And their and their in their head. Like I'm not saying Sure, not yeah, 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 exactly. This. They just think like my kid who can't act worth a shit is gonna be a Broadway <laughs> star, and you totally fucked him, and it's all your fault. Yeah. Finally, finally, finally. So whenever like in the Astros, if people could have been pissed off at us for lo- like L.A., L.A. could be like, man, fuck the Astros. Like I say, fuck the Cardinals to this day. Yeah. I fucking hate the Arizona Cardinals. And there are people in Saint L.A. Lewis. who would probably be like, oh yeah, Arizona's uh, NFL. Yeah. NFL. Exactly. All right. Same animal, different sport entirely. <laughs> but in LA, they probably hate the Astros so much, and then for it to come out about cheating, that hatred turns into vindication. Yep. And they're like, oh, see, we actually are the best team. My sister, she's a huge Astros fan. She's from Houston, but she lives in LA right now. Yeah. I can't even, I got to ask her what that's like. Oh, I, I went to I, LA. I, for a fact. I went to LA right after we won the World Series, and I wore my Astros jersey to Universal <laughs> Studios, and I got yeah. and I got people talking to me when before the cheating. I can't even imagine now. There's billboards that they have, like people's marquees say like jokes about the Astros cheating. Like there's Twitter accounts, uh, you know, and it's uh, the big ones is it's LA, and then it's the Yankees because the Yankees yeah. are convinced we did it last year, even though there's no evidence to that. Um, but you know, who, uh, who knows? I don't know. To answer the question, 
I think it depends on a few different factors, but I think asked like I think you like what you said, whatever it does, it should deter it from happening again. So, yeah. you know, because uh, with the Olympics, man, they just strip those medals. You're done. You know what I mean? Like they're like, whatever, you're you're gone. You know? Yeah. And then they and then they implement and strongly enforce anti-doping policies. Yeah, they do. I say rolling my eyes. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question here. Moving right along. What is the most notorious cheating scandal to rock the sports world, in your opinion? Um. So. You wanna you you wanna say the Astros because it's a such a like it's such a relevant thing in our lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just such a very relevant it's just such a relevant thing to us and it seems like it's all anybody talks about um i honestly believe that the, there's nothing there's two i think the lance armstrong thing was huge i think that was gigantic only because of what he stood for and live strong and everything and how much that brought down i think that the one thing that has jeopardized a sport more than anything is the steroid era in baseball and I know you kind of loosely paid attention at that time, but baseball got so exciting so fast <laughs> in yeah. that time. I mean, the race between Maguire and Sosa to see who could take the home run, you know, uh, single season record at the time that got broken by Barry Bonds. That was like primetime TV. People would stop. Like, imagine people like wanting to watch a baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> that what that what like I'm talking about like oh we got to get home to watch the regular season baseball game like, yeah that's not our own team yeah it's not our own team and is not the playoffs that's so incredible yeah. and that was completely built on the back of steroids I mean this thing was such a rampant thing that like there's not really a star you can point to at the time that wasn't juicing. Um, yeah. And it's been talked about in so many better words than I could ever say, but I just think that threatened a sport like no one like an entire sport like no one thought deflate gate ruined football. Nobody thought Spygate yeah. ruined football. The steroid era was an epidemic that they said ruined baseball. I can't think of another time an entire sport was like cheating just completely overtook another like an entire sport in the way people think about a sport. Because in the 2000s, yeah. if you talked about baseball, you talked about steroids and you talked about juicing and you, and you talked about dudes with little shrunken bows. <laughs> <laughs> Shrinky dinky nuts. I mean, even uh, like, you know, uh, friggin', uh, we've talked about uh, Roger Clemens on here a few times and you know you're just i know your distaste for him uh my ultimate distaste from him was not that you know he left or that he came back or any of that stuff um it was the steroids man i can't like yeah. that that's that shit broke my heart i mean him and pettit too i believe um that's yeah. you know and that and like I don't know. It's it's demoralizing. It, it's it, I want to say the Astros only because it's the one that's hurt me the most. But steroids, man. I mean, can you imagine how many people's illusions of their heroes were shattered at that time? So I hear this and I raise you. I'm going to stick with steroids and doping. And I'm what I think is the biggest one 
in sports history is the Russian Olympic doping scandal that's discussed in the film Icarus. Yeah. Because that movie paints a clear line of what Olympic medals do for a country's national. That's true. Therefore, the popularity of a of a leader and changes what that leader can get away with. And that movie shows how, like, hey, by doping in the Olympics, Donald Trump becomes president. And, like, Putin invades Crimea. And he assassinates anyone who talks about it. Like, that is – that – I, I am so excited for us to do episodes on the fucking Olympics. Yeah. Just showing how, like, hey, completely – huge monumental changes in the global economic order come about olympic games yes and Easily. i'm so interested in diving into that if if, if you haven't watched Icarus yet i have absolutely oh my goodness gracious i didn't check that out it is incredible no wonder it won all those awards yeah yeah but it is long <laughs> <laughs> fuck you lance armstrong all right <laughs> yeah fuck you all right Last question I got for you. As someone who loves a team that has now been proven to be nothing more than sorry, dirty cheaters, how do you feel that teams can best recover from cheating scandals? How do you feel that fans can move on from a cheating scandal? We're Astros fans. I'm wearing my Astros cap right now while we record. Yeah. And I'm thinking about that trash can that they kept hitting. So here's the thing. Uh... I feel like I'm almost scared to say my opinion because I'm friends with a lot of people on Twitter who think the opposite of me in a way. Um, I'm not, there's no part of me that's happy about it. There's no part of me that isn't filled with shame that we had to take a measure. I don't really care that everyone else does it. Um, my thought is if everyone else does it, don't you want to be the team that wins by not doing it? Like, wouldn't that just be an added layer of cool? Um, yeah. um Here's the deal. How does a team deal with it was your first question. Not the way we did it. Um, <laughs> I yeah, did, I think we fucked that up. That, that was the second lowest day. It was that press conference day because there was a, another thing you couldn't defend. Here, Here's the bigger thing. I have felt shame related to Houston sports for my whole life. Um, <laughs> but it's always been because of performance. It's always because we lost in a spectacular way. When you miss 27 threes in a game, you feel shame, right? When you uh, choke away a lead against the team that goes on to win the Super Bowl this year, you feel shame, right? When you get swept in the World Series, you feel shame, right? Yeah. Um, I have never felt this much shame about the character of a team. And if you had to pick me, if I had to pick one of the Houston major sports teams that I thought this could happen to, this would have been my last pick. Um, the narrative on these guys was perfect. They loved each other. They were family, good dudes. You know, James Harden's going to get caught doing drugs at a strip club one day, and I'm going to have to deal with that. But um, I didn't think this would be the people I'd have to deal with. Cody, you said that the narrative on these boys was perfect. Is it, do you think perfect as in constructed by a team that <laughs> knew what they were doing this whole time? I don't know. It could be. <laughs> I definitely think the, even, I, even the major markets though, like, you know, even ESPN, like, man, our coverage was nothing but positive in, in the entire league. No one hated the Astros until this went down. Uh, well, until 
we had some negative press with our, you know, other thing. Osuna. You can say it. Yeah. Osuna and what was the guy's name? I forgot his name. I don't. Yeah. Here's the He's other. Out of there. Here's the other thing. This is what I'm doing with a lot of shame. I don't like to think about it. Um, and I said <laughs> I said this to you previously. Every time I look at a jersey, and every time I look at a hat, and I put it on, I don't not put it on, but I also don't not think about it. You know what I mean? Like I all, it's always in the back of my mind now when I think about a team I love. And here's the deal: I see a lot of people on Facebook. They're making like shirts and. And, um, you know, signs and shit that are basically to the effect of, ha ha, we got away with it. Or like, you know, like whatever, we still won. Um, fuck that. I, I couldn't agree. I couldn't disagree like less. I like all the like, oh, we live rent free in your head. Stay mad. It doesn't like it doesn't. What is, do- this? What is this trolling culture that is coming over America? <laughs> Preach, Connor. Root. America's pastime has become ruined by trolling, which is the new American pastime. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm very frustrated by that. I don't think that we should wear it like a badge of courage. We it's don't not. deserve to pat ourselves on the back for fucking cheating. I know. It's it's ridiculous. Me. Yes. I Look, I wear the hat nearly every day. I wore it before the cheating. I wore it the day we did the press conference. I'll wear yeah. it after. I love the Astros because I remember so many different iterations of it. Me too. This one gives me a headache. Mm-hmm. Like this one, like uh, Clemens testing positive for performance enhancing drug. That gave me a headache, but I also felt pretty good because he abandoned the team sure. and now he's on the skeeter. Uh, and the fact that this team has done that, like, yeah, it's a headache. And I really hope that we can move past it when the league returns and we just crush it and we win fair and square because that's the only way that people are going to stop getting making fun of us yeah but to answer the, the yeah i just wanted to say that i wear the hat every day because the astros are more than the current lineup the yeah current they're lineup. more than this yeah, yeah. They're, they're more than this incident um to answer the question for for teams i think the thing to do is to be honest open and then quiet right so you yeah. you say yep we did that uh here's maybe why this is the reason even that you probably don't even need to give a reason yes we did it we are sorry we mean it uh you don't say we're sorry and then say it didn't help us win you say we're sorry we cheated and then just shut up for a while and the fans should do the same take your lumps that's the thing i don't think a lot of sports people on Twitter or like even friends of mine on Facebook, I don't think that they want to take their lumps. Like if somebody came up to me and we're like, the Astros are damn cheaters. My first instinct wouldn't be like, Oh yeah. Well, we still got that ring though. Ha <laughs> ha. I would just go. Yeah. We cheated, man. It sucked. I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. Like like that's my reaction. I, if somebody says the Astros are a bunch of cheaters, I'd go, yeah, we made a mistake, man. I, I, I can't believe we did that. It sucks. Who said it? One of the Astros just came out and said, like, if people say stuff, yeah, we got to take that on the chin. We did it. Yeah. And, and, and here's the other thing. We love to say, Correa said it. it was, yeah. We love to say we won, right? Oh, my God, we won. Or I can't believe we lost. We got to be able to say we cheated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I we, we got to be able to, like, we can't divorce ourselves the second it goes wrong. Because I never say those damn Texans lost. I say, I can't believe we lost. If when, when the, you know, w- when 
the Astros won the championship. I called Jared or I texted Jared and I was like, we won, we won, we won. I wasn't yeah. like the Astro, the Houston Astros have won. You know, like there's always that narrative. It's like, you didn't do anything on the team. It's like, yeah, but you feel a sense of allegiance and you feel a sense of ownership and of oh, yeah. camaraderie. And you got to take it the other way too. We got to take our lumps as the fans. And that's what you said was right. The number one thing we could do and that's why I wish we could have done it this year with a full season is just come out and kick everyone's ass without, you know, any cheating going on. Uh, get rid of those trash can memes. Yeah. You, 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 you raised a good point about like when, when we did win the world series, I texted my friends, I texted my family members, I texted people I hadn't really talked to in a while. Um, you know, Harvey had just happened. It was, it was a terrible yeah. moment and it felt really good. And it just got me thinking about like, you know, my experience with the Astros is so much more than even the World Series victory. It's going to the games with my family, my stepdad being like, hey, here's 20 bucks. Go get a hot dog. Go get popcorn. And I leave and I come back and I find my stepdad juicing himself. What? Just in the seats. <laughs> no. All my childhood memories are tainted with an asterisk saying my stepdad took steroids. <laughs> Stan, no. <laughs> his name's not Stan. I don't know his name. <laughs> <laughs> his name's Darby. He's very sweet. Darby, no! <laughs> I've never talked to him about the asteroid doping scandal. I think I think he'd rather read the first draft of like a suicide note than yeah. to like talk about that, to be honest. Yeah. Look, Here's, Cody, that's all my qu oh go ahead. Um no, go I I'm done. I I'm just saying the same. It's sad and it's bad and we gotta deal with it. That's it. Yeah. Alright, Cody. That's enough of my questions. I, I I just wish there was some kind of story to make it all personal, to bring it all home to, to one of us, but I don't have anything. Well, I got a little something I'm going to scoot out from under my desk, and usually hey, it holds lavish items. That looks familiar and kind of smells like soap. <laughs> yeah, it's a box. A soapbox. It's, it's time for my soapbox story. I was struggling. Okay. Um, oh, I'm stepping up. Uh, I was struggling to find one about this. And I, this is going to sound very, you know, like I'm patting myself on the back and self-congratulatory. But I think that's kind of the point of this story. Um, I, if you didn't know, I grew up with very crippling OCD as a child, right? Unmedicated uh, OCD that uh, was in therapy very early. And it, manif and it manifested... In a lot of different ways, but one of the ways it manifested was I was unable to cheat uh, on anything. Um, I would have to double check to make sure I wasn't plagiarizing anything I wrote, even though I wasn't because I wrote it off the top of my head. <laughs> um, I w uh, one time stopped my teacher in the middle of a test in seventh grade and told her I accidentally solved this girl's paper. Uh, I didn't write down her answer, but I'm so sorry. Um, and she was like, you're fine. Like, go sit down and shut the fuck up. You talk too much. I'm hung over. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I teach seventh fucking grade. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I, uh, I was always so adverse to cheating. So in sports, I never did it. I was very, uh, you know, I never got in trouble with the refs. Um, I, the only time I ever got in trouble with the ref is I would stand under the basket when, uh, my teammates 
took shots so I could get the rebound. And when the ball went through the net, I would catch it and then hand it to the ref. And I wasn't supposed to do that. <laughs> they yelled at me. Um, I one time, uh, uh, do you know what a donut is on a bat? No, I don't. So there's these little weights you can put around a bat. Uh, and when you're taking your practice swings before you go out and swing around like third, fourth grade, people started using them, um, where you could like swing and it would make it really heavy when you swung so that when you went to go swing in the game, it was lighter, right? Yeah. It was like least resistance. Um, so one time I went in and every time, and I never saw them use it in the game, but I just assumed they put the donut on and walked into the game. Um, and then, so I like three times in fourth grade, I tried to leave the donut on when I played. Um, and they were like, you can't have that on there. And I was like, oh, am I cheating? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I think I've told this story before and I pray I haven't told it too recently. Um, but there was one time in sports where I cheated. If you haven't heard this story, I'll tell it again. Um, I was playing, um, in, I played, I only played one year of football, right? My whole life. I love football. I love to play with my friends, but I just didn't, it wasn't for me. But in seventh grade, I played football and I was the third string quarterback on the B team. <laughs> but I also was on the kickoff team and on the kickoff team, uh, you have your ends, right? And they are supposed to funnel in so that no one gets to the side of you. So it's the most important uh, kind of people on the kickoff team, because if they get around you, then all hell broke breaks loose. And a few times they definitely got around me <laughs> and all hell broke loose. Uh, and I was very bad and I really wanted to do the right thing. So one time I was on the kickoff team and there was a guy and I had never gotten a tackle, I don't think. And there was a guy and he came right to my side uh, on the return. And I was like, I'm going to get this guy. And it, it's like it happened in slow motion. I, I remember exactly what happened. I, he was taller than me and I reached out to tackle him. And as I reached out to tackle him, he put his head down and my fingers went into his helmet oh my God. <laughs> and I realized they went into his helmet. And so I pulled back, but as I pulled back, I just grabbed his face mask oh, no. and just dragged him to the ground. And then I accidentally called him a punk bitch. And I called him a punk bitch. And I, I guess I, somehow my dick got out and I pissed on him. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I tackled him. But it was an illegal face mask tackle. And yeah. I've never forgotten this. It was like out of a movie. The two refs ran up to each other. And I was standing right next to them. And they didn't see that I was overhearing them. And one of them just went, did you see a face mask on that one? And the other guy went, nah. And he goes, all right. And so I got away with it and I felt so bad <laughs> and there's nothing wow. I could do, but I didn't tell on myself. And so the moral of the story, guys, don't tell on yourself. <laughs> get, <laughs> get caught. And then I got when you it. get caught, just go, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Connor, you have learned today about cheating in yeah. sports. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Connor, I, uh, I want to do something. Usually I play the commissioner of the league and, um, you are a player. I want to do the opposite. I'm going to be one of your underlings today. We're going to do okay. a, a test. It's, it's test time. Um, 
you are going to be the commissioner of a league and I am going to come to you with different infractions that players have done and I want you to hand out your sentence. Okay. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Come in! <laughs> Mr. Commissioner, it's me, Dennis, your underling and best friend. Mm, hello, Dennis. <laughs> uh, sir, uh, I need you to sign this check really quickly. Could you write your full name and could you say it as you write it? <laughs> of course I can. Maximilian Sosparilla Sanchez. That's right. Mr. Com- Commissioner Sanchez. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen up. Yes. It's my <laughs> wife's name. I took hers. Yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> you're, you're, I'm you're very real, forward thinking. Yeah, your real last name was... my punishment. <laughs> your real last name was problematic. <laughs> All right. So, Go on. Sir, sir... Uh, we've got uh, three players here who have done some wrong, and I want you to uh, right the wrongs, if you will. Mm, yes. So, um, well, of course, you know, uh, in baseball, we have uh, Dan Dubermeyer, and uh, Dan was caught uh, one, you know, he was taking a swing of his bat. The bat exploded and out flew tons of nerds rope. Uh, the stretchy, the stretchiest and bounciest substance we know. Uh, it was helping the balls bounce further. Uh, mm. Nestle is uh, mad. Uh, everybody's a little upset by this. Um, uh, Commissioner Sanchez, what should we do? <laughs> the nerd's rope shall be used to construct a cat of nine tails whip, and he shall self-flagellate for two hours. Oh, so no. sayeth Commissioner Sanchez. <laughs> All right. Uh, this next guy, uh, just an awful, awful story. Um, Ron Goobers. <laughs> Duberman and Goobers, criminal names. The both of best, them. They're best friends. <laughs> of Ron, course. Ron Goobers, um, he, uh, he's been greasing the basketball every time it goes into his opponent's hands. Uh, when he, he he always high fives the refs before they bounce the ball in to the opposite team and there's grease on his hands so it's slipping and sliding all over the court and then he just rubs it down when it's his time with the ball it's very time consuming but apparently it helps him uh hmm. what should we do about ron goobers hmm. grease and feathered <laughs> no <laughs> we oh. shall grease him up and roll him in feathers and see what sticks <laughs> So says Commissioner Sanchez. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, there's, here's this last one. Um, we have uh, Bob Boobers. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, I read that wrong. Okay. Sorry. It's Bob Boobersley. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. That Bob. Yes. I was confused. <laughs> uh, Bob Boobersley uh, murdered, murdered seven children. Four games with pay suspension. <laughs> yeah, you did it. <laughs> you Actually, got probably it. the most realistic suspension I gave. You did. You rogered them, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Learn from the best. If uh, go listen to uh, one of our old episodes on NFL rules to hear Cody's great impression <laughs> of 
Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL. Sucking true, the blood of babies. Yeah, a true demon of a person if ever there was one. Oh, yeah. Connor, we done did it again. We tackled a hard subject. I think we came out with flying colors. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we did a great job. This is great. I know. It really, I, I think it's very important to highlight that the whole podcast kind of came about in us discussing cheating in sports. Yeah. And you showed me in that preliminary discussion that there's so much gray to athletes, to sports performance, to dedicating your entire body to other people's entertainment in a physically grueling environment and what it means to be a public figure. Well, even now the expectations are so high. If you don't know, they're asking uh, NBA players to take a pay cut and um, uh, to come back in this next season. And they're kind of saying they don't want to. Uh, and people are like, you selfish bastards. And they're like, and I don't know, there's gray there. There's there, gray. There is some gray. We can get into that in a, another episode. But yeah, there, there's some, hmm, it's interesting. It, it's very yeah. interesting to, as for me even, as like a hard leftist, to now find myself being like, Hang on a second. They deserve those millions of dollars. Yeah, really. I know. That's crazy. Well, thank God Bezos is becoming a trillionaire, so it's okay. Yeah, maybe he can buy the, uh, the Washington Wizards or something. Yeah. <laughs> be fine. <laughs> Connor, uh, you got anything to plug, baby? Uh, just my favorite NBA team, the Seattle Grungers. Yeah, uh, go Grungers. My, my Instagram and Twitter account, at Cryptocurrency. Effin' Rager, you can follow them, at Effin' Rager on Instagram and Twitter follow us we're doing a lot of cool shit now that we've had to pivot into twitch uh i I love the twitch platform for y'all i love it oh thank you so much man i think we really kind of found we were kind of starting to go through the motions near the end there at our time with kpft so having the rug pulled out from under us i think is when ned and i really shine and i'm really happy Mm -hmm. with it and i'm really happy with this podcast i'm really glad that we've been able to make it work and me too fill that sports void in our lives i know uh, I'm going to say check out Honey, I Chunk the Binge. we got all new episodes coming out soon. We've kind of stockpiled uh, more than a month now, so we're ready to go. Um, my other thing I would say is check out the Seattle Grungers. Uh, if you want to know what song they come out to as a team, it goes, There goes my heroes. They play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, uh, check me out on, uh, CD E on Twitter and Cody Dale three, two, three on Instagram. I also made a video called final mic check for my, uh, students. So you should check out, it's over uh, a thousand uh, views now on, on YouTube. And uh, I'm happy with that. How many minutes is it? Uh, it's an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> check it out. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to check it out. Uh, Ned told me about it, so I gotta go watch it. Skip Send around. It's fun. Send me a huh? text. I will. All right. Um, well, that takes it for another episode. I guess I'm going to sneak out of class now. Hee, hee, hee. Get back here, sir. Oh, no. (laughs) Bye. Wait, wait. There's homework. (laughs) Oh, God. I forgot. Teacher forgot. (laughs) Uh, Connor, uh, on top of the homework that you already owe me, sir, (laughs) I am going to say... That I want you. Ooh, I got it. Let's do Donald Sterling. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs>
Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> Take a look at Donald Sterling's history with the team. Uh, it's much more than the scandal. He owned it for a long time. Uh, I want you to take a look at that and the acquisition by Steve Ballmer afterwards, who is a delightful young man. <laughs> and a fool for passing on to Seattle Grungers when he had yeah. the chance. Yeah, boo. So yeah, give me, uh, give me uh, <laughs> MJ's wizard's ear and Donald Sterling and see if they intersect at all. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, okay, I'll check it out. <laughs> All right. Well, that takes it for another episode of Is That a Foul? We'll see you next time, y'all. That takes it. Bye. Bye.